I'm gonna steal your sunshine and I'll shit on your parade. Don't get me started on doing Michael Caine. My opinion matters, yours will fall in last place. I'm not shutting up and you'll be learning my name. Fifth in the family, but first in my mind. One out of ten, but I'm ranking just fine. We've only got now, there's no afterlife. Look, mom and dad, I'm just speaking my mind. We are Hello. live here with Kyle Moko Won't Shut Up Season 5, Episode 6. Thank yeah. you all for joining us, tuning in here in the present and also in the future. If you're listening on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts here on YouTube, whatever you want to do, thank you for tuning in. Um, uh, uh, I just want to give a little plug to ourselves. Go check out last week's uh, little special episode that we did, Brunch yep. Radio. We recapped all of our best of fall. So definitely go and check that out. We just dropped sure. that yesterday on the Moot Monday drop alongside a really hilarious new episode of Let Me Ask You a Question, which I always recommend going and checking that out. Right. We have a, what was uh, what were they talking about? Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that in anticipation, mostly okay. because I forget. Oh, no, it was buying. Uh, have you ever bought anything on on uh, like QVC or like one of those like okay. like okay. the, the sham wows and all that right, shit? Right, they were right, talking right. about that and. Uh, I've seen on TV. Yeah, there's a story that they go into about Gregoman's dad buying like eight hundred an eight hundred knife set, <laughs> like an eight hundred piece knife set, and thinking like he was kitchenette gonna, set and and like kitchen knives and throwing knives and fake the samurai swords. Sear, uh, and shears you can ever buy. He says that the the, uh, the 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 pocket knife he has today might still be one of those knives because they just had him for forever. Sure. It's a really hilarious. They they lose Eric halfway through. They lose producer EJ5000 and he never returns 
but it's a really good episode. All right, all right. And not because they lose Eric. It's not are because... Saying, are you saying that the show is better because Eric's No, wasn't I am oh. not saying that, <laughs> asshole. Oh, I am saying that this show is better when you're here, though. Oh, and I you, you. you are Mr. Justin Olin I am, dude. Thank you, thank you as always, for being here, putting all yeah, this together. Yeah. How was your week? It's been like three weeks now since we've done a show. We took a little break. Yeah. We did uh, our well, one it got a little touchy yesterday because, like, Zach came in last week and he's like I'm yeah. sitting here yeah and he comes through the door and the first thing he says is like where's Kyle where's Kyle why aren't we doing a and show and I was just like uh I don't know but he might be coming up later and he's like well what do you what do you mean yeah and how I'm are we doing like, a show if he's not here we're, we're off this week yeah and he's like no we took two weeks off and I'm like no, we did a show two weeks ago. Yeah, it, it's technically, technically a three-week stretch from one show to the yes. other with two Tuesdays off. Right, right. Which I think will will avoid that uh, that confusion moving forward, probably. Yeah. Uh, but we got a really awesome show for you guys in store tonight. We've got a lot of music. We've got a lot of music. Three yeah. uh, songs that you're going to be hearing this evening. The first is going to be from UK's own. Regina Faye. She's oh, yeah. extremely just like I love her voice. I've just I've been listening to a lot of her music right. ever since July when I connected with her on Instagram. So I'm really excited to be uh just playing one of my that favorite parts about the show is just finding new finding shit. New music, yeah. finding people yeah, to we're, gonna, we're gonna be playing her single that came out back in July actually called Song for the Broken Heart. There's a music video that goes along with that. So if right. you're listening uh, not on YouTube. You you might want to come and check that out, or or check it out later on your own and subscribe to her over there. Yeah. And then we also have uh, I think it's the final single from Don't Panic for the Year. They are wrapping up. I think they've done one every month since January, and now they are wrapping up, and they're going to be releasing in November their full length album. Okay. They are going to be releasing. Uh, I mean, they're printing it on vinyl and CD. There are bundles available. Go check out uh, at Don't Panic Just Rock. On Instagram or Facebook, and you I can did find see their post all of their bundle and everything. You can how get... uh, vinyl is not cheap. Yeah, he was like, "Vinyl's not cheap," and I'm like, yeah. "Dude, I have looked yeah. for vinyl yeah. pressing so many times, but it looks like they got it all figured out." So we're gonna be having two new uh, songs again. Uh, the first one from Regina Fay, a song for the brokenhearted, and then "Life of the Funeral," the the, the lyric video for that one from "Don't Panic." Oh, yeah. um, well, we've got uh, Mr. Zachary finishing up the song upstairs, and he's gonna be down shortly. That's our right. third song that we're gonna be playing tonight. Weird, weird one. Especially that we're sticking with Americana. Somehow this is fitting into there. Um, yeah, I don't I've know. got I've got ways to force it to fit in. I mean, does it technically fit in? Yeah, oh, it does, one hundred percent. Because we're Americans. It just sure. anything we do is Americana. Sure, that's literally sure. the cop out for it at any point if we want okay. to. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna be doing that. We a really weird sci-fi futuristic story uh, written. You'll hear it. You'll hear it. We're uh-huh. we're gonna get to that later. Right. Um, I did want to say. Uh, before, while we're waiting for, for Mr. Zachary, um, Matthew McConaughey is being rumored uh, to join the MCU, finally. They've tried to get him in the past. They tried him to get uh, to play Ego in sure. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and he turned that down and went to Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. But it's looking like he might be joining an already stacked movie, the Spider-Man 3, which is already rumored to have both Andrew Garfield and... And Toby Maguire coming back right, for it, right. and they're going to be doing like a multiverse Spider Verse style live action. This they, isn't Sam Raimi again, right? No, Sam Raimi is doing the Multiverse of Madness. He's right, directing right, right, that. Right, 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 right. But now they've also confirmed 
that Doctor Strange is going to be in this uh, new Spider-Man. So he's got, obviously, the Multiverse of Madness is his standalone movie that Raimi's directing, but now they're pulling him into the new Spider-Man, which is going to also have Sam Raimi's Spider-Man in it. So the crossover is going to be weird, but... But, I mean, there has to be a Doctor Strange movie coming out soon, too. That's Multiverse of Madness. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So that's going to really open up the multiverse to everything that we really want to see happen and be the thing that lets us have all three of those uh, Spider-Men at one time. Uh, But they're they're saying that it looks like uh, there's a chance that Matthew McConaughey might be playing... Norman Osborn, uh, aka Green Goblin, right. in the upcoming one, which would one. be a very good pick. I think he's great. Like he's a better looking person, like a traditionally better looking person. But you look at him in like Texas. Or I mean, Dallas the last Fires time we saw Club was uh, like Willem Dafoe. So he, yeah. So do but we? He does gets that mean scrawny like that too? Does though. that does that mean that we're going if if we're getting Spider Man? We could get Willem Dafoe back. Are we getting Willem Dafoe? Green, we could. It opens up the possibilities mm. to everything because they've already said that they're going to be bringing Jamie Fox back. As Electro, right. but it might not be the same Electro. It's going to get really weird. Now, it's going to get strange. Real quick, also yeah. uh, getting away from the Marvel MCU uh-huh. into an, a new Netflix anime. What did you think about the trailer for the new Zo- the Blood of Zeus? Uh, did you watch it? I, I did not ever get around to watching that. Oh, no. no, that was the one you sent me the other day, right? Did you watch it, Zach? Blood of Zeus. The Blood of Zeus. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I thought I, our group. You sent it that. to me. I didn't. I didn't, oh, no, I didn't check I didn't it out. All right, I'll have to send you that later. We're it gonna, looks fucking wild, though. It 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 looked uh, cool just from the still that I saw. That's yeah. about all I got on yeah, it. Yeah. Right. That's about all I got. But what I do got now, what we all have now, uh-huh. is Mister Zachary Storman. Ooh, that was like a. It sounded like you were plotting that one out. It was going real slow, but it was like. Poignant. You're a real poignant pop this week, I guess, is what I'm saying. But yeah, so Matthew McConaughey might be in the MCU. That's really fucking cool. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, another thing that is really awesome that's going to be coming out soon is Zach and I, uh, we got to do a guest spot this weekend. Right. Unfortunately, Justin was working, wasn't able to I make it. But we are doing uh, two upcoming episodes, actually, of Not Movies featuring Sean Arajo, who was on our show about a month ago. It is, I gotta say, uh, and I'll let Zach speak on it as well. By the end of it, we did two episodes back to back. By the end of the second episode, we are just loopy and weird and all over the place silly. And we picked the title of the movie that we create by going around in a circle and just saying a random word, but we all had to pick the word ahead of time. And I don't want to give anything away, but uh, there's cheese involved and (laughs) Pittsburgh and America. Pittsburgh Glory (laughs) Cheese Company from Portland, Oregon. Seattle's finest. Oh, Seattle. You said said it's, yeah, Pittsburgh Glory Cheese Company, Seattle's finest cheese. (laughs) Seattle's (laughs) finest American Pittsburgh-style cheese. Oh, it was great. It was was a really good time. had an awesome time. Uh, Sean, Summer, and Eric uh, had never met Eric before that. Um, And you've, besides interviewing with Sean via Zoom here, have never really met any of them. And it was really just an opening, welcoming uh, time. They're fucking awesome over there. Uh, What did you think of the experience, Zach? Those guys are fucking terrible. They're terrible? They're terrible? I had so much fun. Yeah, they... The whole next day, I was just thinking of other movies yep. to do on yeah. that show well, and how I we would could love steal to that do, show I would them. love to be on the next At one. the end of it, we literally just start making up more ideas. Like, we come up with a Hannibal Lecter Silence of the Lambs, like, children's cartoon idea. 
we get all over the place. It's fucking, it's fucking crazy. But I had a really awesome time. I'm not no timeline right now on exactly when that's going to be coming out. Right. But just go subscribe now to Not Movies anywhere that you get. Wherever you're listening to this, find Not Movies and subscribe. And ooh, kitty, this kitten today is getting real like cuddly. And then like I go to pet her, and she lets me pet her for like eight seconds, yeah. and then she just turns and like just right on top of me. And then yeah. runs away and then comes back 30 seconds later like I don't I know don't if that remember. has something to do with that orange cat being around. Oh, yeah, what? that orange cat was, like, directly outside. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe yeah, that orange just... cat outside is pissing Lucy off. Probably. All right, guys. Well, every week we like to get together and we like to drink some beer. We're pacing on some Miller Lite. We've never ranked this I've been officially. pacing on some Chum Churi. Yeah, you've got some weird stuff at the liquor store. Chum Churi Peach it's like you peach said, schnapps, basically. It, it kind of tastes like peach schnapps. I took a little sipper of it before. Is it Korean or uh, Japanese, know, Japanese or Korean? One of the yeah, two. One, one of the two. It's definitely nothing other than those two. One hundred percent. No place. It's not Laotian or anything like that. It is either Japanese or or Korean. But we're sipping on some Miller Lite. But we've got a really interesting beverage to get to. So let's keep sipping on these Miller Lights and talk about what we are drinking. <laughs> Drink it so you don't have to. Rub you in the morning for the bathroom. Cheap booze and crap brews. Rub you in the morning for the bathroom. What do we drink it? What do we drink it? Yeah! Alright, guys. So, as we've been doing this season, we are ranking our beer of the week whatever multiple beers we have or beverages we have, we are ranking them on a scale of 0 to 100. We're going to have to make a new category this week. Yeah, well, uh, it's still going to stick in there. It's just all beverages. What are we okay, drinking? We're, okay. we're doing cheap booze to craft brews, everything in between, enough, you know? Fair enough. So, toilet water. Yeah, toilet it's great. Toilet water, as long as it's got alcohol in it. So if it's toilet water what and vodka. Slacky? How you doing? Oh, we got a slack attack in here. What's up, Slacky? Now, we are sipping on Miller Lite. It is, um, me, I always uh, refer to it as my retirement beer. Seen it That's what Miller Lite looks like today, at least. Uh, they, they change it from time to time. This is uh, me and James O, our, our longtime uh, friend and guest of the show. We've referred to this as our retirement beer. This is the beer when I don't care anymore and I don't need to try any new beer. This is the beer that I can just walk into a bar and they go, what are you having? And I know they're going to have Miller Lite. So I can go with Miller Lite. Even though in the past it's been proven that we like Bud Light more, I'm saying fuck that. Miller Lite has kind of stuck around Slacky for me. Slacky says 88 for Miller Lite. He's got an 88 for Miller Lite, and it is his number one go-to beer. I will beer. say this beer is better in a bottle than it yeah. is a can. Yeah, I can All see beer it. is better in a bottle than a can. You ever have Bush in a bottle? No. It's amazing. Wait, they have Bush in bottles? Yeah. I've never, ever seen that, I don't think, in my entire life. Bush in a bottle. I've only ever seen it in pounder cans, and then once in a while you get smaller cans, but yeah. usually I just see it in pounders. Right. Um, so on a scale of 0 to 100, we've all had Miller Lite plenty of times. What is your initial thought? What What do you think of Miller Lite? I've drink, drink, drank and drinking, drunk, drunk drunken. Plenty of uh, Miller Lite in my yeah. day. Uh, it was like my go-to when I didn't know what to drink. Yeah. You know, just like going to the bar. Some people are like, give me Yingling. It was always Miller Lite for a while. It's easier to drink than lager if you're trying to sip But it's on still a little night. bit heavy. It's yeah. almost like a mix. Like It's got that sweetness in there. It's between Budweiser and Yingling as far as like yeah. how full it makes Slaggy's me feel. Slaggy saying that PBR is better in a can. I, yeah. again... I, I only have PBR in a bottle once in a blue moon. Like, we have it at, at the uh, at the bar in a bottle. So I'll have it 
randomly. Basically, if I'm getting done with work and, and we accidentally opened up a PBR an hour earlier for somebody sure. and they didn't want it and we just like put it back in the ice, it's basically just waiting in the ice for Kyle to drink it. That's what just the garbage. I'm a garbage can. Was was the Miller Lite uh, the Vortex bottles? Yeah, they did the yeah, Vortex the bottles. bottles. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they and were, then they went with the wide mouth. Afterwards. They had the wide mouth can. They were one of the first beers I remember to have the wide mouth can like this one has. Right. Um, but yeah, then they also do like the the aluminum uh, bottles that you can get. So True. zero to one hundred, Justin, where are you putting this? Sixty five. Sixty five. I was kind of thinking around there as well. Yeah. I was thinking I was going to go with the sixty five. So I'm just going to go up a little bit, and I'm going to okay. go. I don't think I've used sixty nine yet. I'm going to give it a sixty nine. Okay. okay. I think it's good time. Sixty. Nine. And Zachary. 70. 70. Just right. I think it's, yeah. it's a fair assessment. It's a yeah. middle of the road, but it's better than just middle of the road. Right. You're you're not going to not have a good time yeah. when drinking it. I don't necessarily like it better than hams. I'm hoping that my ranking holds up to that, but I, yeah. I don't like it as much as hams. Uh, but again, if you handed it to me and you didn't tell me what it was, I probably wouldn't guess that it's Miller Lite right off the well, bat. Well, we didn't. I think if we go back and listen, we, we definitely didn't. But I, I enjoy it. I, I do enjoy it. It does have a little bit of sweetness. I'd probably think it was PBR based on how sweet it probably really is. Now, we've got the Miller Lights that we're drinking, but our special beverage this week is not a beer. It is Black Skimmer Bourbon Whiskey Lemon Tea. It is by Cutwater Spirits. Now, this guy is 7% alcohol, and we bought this at the liquor store itself. Yes. So you can't buy this from a beer distributor. Which, the new liquor store... Is huge. Huge. It got a shitload of wine, and they got some cool people working there. And you can get going for your DUI classes. Yeah, or whatever like classes. Class that. in the back. Oh, they're going to be doing like wine tasting classes after COVID all wraps up. Yeah. But here, we're going to give this a shot. We've done the... We did the... the smells like Sprite. Beef. Well, it does... It, ooh. It smells like Sprite and iced and tea. I can smell the tea. I can, I can smell the smell bourbon, bourbon a little bit. Um, doesn't seem to be too uh, carbonated. A little bit. If you look in, you can see a it little bit. It is not carbonated. Not at all. So it is more like a tea. So here we go. The Black Skimmer Bourbon Whoa. Whiskey Lemon Tea. Give this guy a sipper. That's encouraging. It has an aftertaste of like tang or powdered something. Uh, uh, that is all <laughs> over your tongue. That is an assault. But it, I feel like if I poured this over ice, I would like it better. If I poured it over Probably. ice, it would literally just taste like. I think you just got to keep drinking it. Tea. Yeah, I'm gonna keep you drinking keep it here. Drinking. I don't know if it's the bourbon. If I don't know if it's the flavor of the bourbon coming out with the lemon or the tea, but it definitely has a powdered, Ugh. powdered. Uh, it tastes like aftertaste. iced tea that's been left out for about four days, um, and it was like oh. just it was like bad Lipton tea that's been left out in a bottle for like four days in your car, and then you add a little bit of bourbon to it and made it cold again. I think we I think we finally found the second really bad thing. That I don't know. It's growing on me a little bit because I keep wanting to go back for a taste, but the initial taste is—I like the aftertaste a little bit more than the actual initial taste. Okay, so did you read the back? Uh, Blended uh, with uh, one uh, part black skimmer bourbon nope. and five parts house-made lemon tea. Ooh, their house is an old house because their lemon tea is disgusting. Um, I'm ready to rank this and just move the fuck off from this guy. Um, I'm gonna say that I give—I give this a 32. Um, and I'm giving it a 32 because it should just be like a, a 15, but it's going to get you more drunk because you're just going to wind up well, having to slam it down. Given so the fact that it's bourbon, yeah. uh, I'm going to go a little bit higher because it is alcohol. I mean, I don't it know if alcohol. I would actually, <laughs> I don't know if I would actually enjoy drinking multiple of these, but if it was at a, if we were somewhere and this is all that there was See, there, you would definitely vodka, get. They had vodka clubs oh. that were like grapefruit and lime flavored. 
Actually, I'm taking that back. Based on the fact that this is only 7% by volume. Yeah, it's only 7% alcohol. You're not getting... Uh, 25. 25? There you go. There you go. That seems more appropriate. Zachary, are we going to break the Unicornucopia record? Is this going to beat Unicornucopia? The the bottom end of this tastes... It tastes like an ashtray. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep, it's... it's, There's like a dry powdery ashtray. So it's a Lipton tea bottle that you accidentally ashed one time or two times into, then you left it in the sun for three you or four days. You some bourbon when you, you got then, back from Well, there. then you took it out, you put it in your fridge, and you mixed it with bourbon a week later. Yeah. That's what that now, tastes I like. I love bourbon. I love bourbon I just the thinking, way it is. I was thinking this was going to be close to Zach's. One of Zach's go-to drinks is bourbon and water with lemon. No, do, bourbon and water with lemon is refreshing. Yeah. This, this is, I thought would be close to that. It is not. This is seven percent alcohol. Seven percent alcohol. So I'm giving it a seven. Seven. All right. Seven. One for each percentage point. That's a fair way to do it. That it's is a fair bad. way to do it. All right. Well, uh, as we were saying earlier, we do have a bunch of featured music that we're going to be going <laughs> to. The first, and and honestly, I love the guys that don't panic, but I'm really excited to show you guys uh, th- this song from Regina Fay. Again, she's from the UK. The song you're going to be hearing tonight is called "Song for the Broken Heart." And you can find her at Regina Fay Music on Instagram. You can find her on YouTube, Facebook, everything like that. My initial uh, thought when I heard her, I remember writing this down. She immediately reminds me uh, of like Fiona Apple was produced by Enya. That is the feeling I get. It is super relaxing. Her voice is really beautiful, just like a nice, clear voice. And I don't know if it's just me having an infatuation with anything from the UK, but this is... This is... If I start doing yoga, this is what I'm doing yoga to. This is legit, and I might ask her for like a four-hour version of this song just so I can do some slow, hot yoga to this uh, single. Her new EP is called This Is What Poets Write About, and that is out now and available. This single, again, Song for the Broken Heart, came came out back in July. So without any further delay, here is Regina Fay from the UK. Hey, hey, hey! Hey, hey, hey! All right, just play.
Guys, there you have it again. That is Song for the Broken Heart from Regina Fay out of the UK. Her voice has like the, a cello like Yeah. Quality okay, it, I can know? hear that. Yeah. No, she's definitely like while we we're listening to it, you can definitely feel that that and you feel the quality of her voice though reminds me a lot of just like Fiona Apple. And have you heard the new Fiona Apple stuff? No. Oh, I, I did not know she has yeah, a new she album. She has album. A, she actually, yeah, you would love it. She has this uh the hook of one song goes, I won't shut up. Oh, nice. I like things that don't shut up. I it's like, like things that don't shut up. You can kick me under like the table me. all you want. I won't shut up. <laughs> they play it nonstop on the radio. Fuck I'm yeah. sick of it at this point, but... but it's well, good. on NPR they On NPR, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, that's, that's the only radio... I don't have this beard because I'm not a hipster. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Again, you can check out Regina's music over at, uh, at Regina Faye Music. You can find her on Instagram, everywhere that it's uh, possible to stream something. And the new EP, yeah, dude, this stuff's I'm really sorry, good. I'm sorry, Regina, it's not you, it's, it's the booze. It's the whiskey lemon it's, it tea. It is the whiskey lemon. Uh, but again, her new EP, This Is What Poets Write About, which I really I just really like that title. Um, yeah. It's just a, I don't know, I like wordy things, and that is right there. Okay, now uh, we're going to keep the music train a-rolling. And we have, as I said earlier, the the final single of the year from Don't Panic. Um, our local friends and and uh, punk rockers, all rockers, whatever they're going to call themselves, uh, they kind of try to blend everything like that together. We've played every single one of their singles that they've released uh, on our yeah. show, and now this one is called Life of the Funeral. Are they um, now the most played on the show? From uh, the- they might have. They might have this year alone yeah. jumped up into it. Or they're very seasons. close. Yeah, they're very close Dave. because I think that's like eight or nine songs that we've done from them. Yeah. Um, but this is the final single of the year. Uh, they released this on the 16th of October, just oh, uh, just a couple of days ago. And all of the music is available wherever you find music. All platforms, it's put out there. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Don't Panic, Just Rock. So let's just jump right into it here is the lyric video for life of the funeral and yeah go check out don't panic enjoy she's stuck at home they live with 
was alive for the funeral. Technical difficulties right there, so we're gonna try to get this back are we up. Still and live? Yeah, we're yeah, still, we are alive, still live. Right? It was just a little YouTube technical took, YouTube took a issue on us. on us. This is what happens when God you stream it, music Ted. off of YouTube. Damn it, Ted. Damn, damn it, Ted. It. We're trying to play your music for people and it is not working out. What the hell? Are we getting this figured out? We're gonna Yeah, let's jump back into it. Right where it was? Yeah, uh, can... not right where it was, a little bit back. Alright, well there's a little bit more of the song you just heard. Where it's supposed to end, yeah, right? Yeah, there you have it. There's the sorry about that again, guys. Yeah, um, internets, internets happened right there. But again, that is Life of the Funeral by Don't Panic. Go check them out at Don't Panic Just Rock. Find it available anywhere you get music, especially under your couch. Zach, Zach said, I get my music sometimes from under the couch. What music yeah. have you found under the couch? Have you ever like an iPod? Did you find an iPod under the couch, or did you just find like a whole record under the couch, or did you just like? lift up the couch and you heard a creak and then that was music to That's, you yeah. sound is music sound is music yeah going or, back to Ed, yeah, mean, everything is music I mean realistically I mean Sean said it uh, I think the best even podcasts are music in a yeah. sense where you have it's all timing it's all timing levels yeah exactly how much you're putting in we should away. sing the rest of this show we shouldn't that would be no. terrible but we do have to talk about our brunch weekly original single, um, which uh, we'll just get it out there. We're not going to bury the lead. This song is called <laughs> "Space Lizards and Jane" or versus. "Space Lizards versus Jane Fonda." Jane Fonda spelled J N E, 
F07DA. Um, Zach, why don't why don't you tell us a little bit about the story behind uh, Space Lizards versus Jane Fonda? Then we can go into the actual music of it all. The title came to me in a fever dream. And we <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then I was thinking of how how do we make a song just based on this insane title like literally Space Lizards versus Jane Fonda just came to you and but, you went, we gotta make this the thing popped into my head but Space also, Lizards versus Jane Fonda yeah. I was just like yep that's just, that's the title of the the next song also keeping in mind that we are continuing with our Americana yeah this is gonna be a part of the Americana Super Soul album um, so the story more or less is it takes place in the future about like 200 240 years into the future from now um, and uh, Earth uh, has overcome all of the trials and tribulations, I guess you could say. <laughs> We've reversed global warming. We are no longer, you know, having people starve and everything like that. But part of the way they've done this is that they have created, uh, the future folk there uh, have created 12 colonies that orbit the Earth. And that's where all of the workers live. And all of the elite, the rich, the powerful live on a lush green full of resources, Earth. Yes. Now, while these people are in these, uh, you know... Uh, space colonies. Space colonies. They are each, you know, set up for different things. We haven't really gotten fully into the details there, but you got your space miners. You've got people doing the manual labor in space to help sustain the, the planet itself. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, space lizards show up. Yes. And they all have, they have weapons and they are attacking, uh, they're going for Earth, they're going for our resources. They want Earth, yeah. They want it. Right. And Earth has become so peaceful that we have no need for, for weapons anymore. On the planet. On no. the planet, we don't have any need. So uh, this onslaught happens. And uh, we can let the song play, and you can hear the story uh, through that, and we can kind of recap afterwards. But th there is a big battle, and then, you know, something's got to help save the day, and that the something might just be named Jane Fonda. It might not be Jane Fonda, but it's something named Jane Fonda. We can save that much. Yes. Right. Now, uh, for the music, what were, you, what were you pulling from here? What Americana stuff were you listening to that you pulled from here? <laughs> this, this might, it might be just... There's an acoustic guitar, uh -huh. so we're in we're an Americana. We're My excuse, I said sure. earlier, is we're Americans and we made it, so it's Americana. Right, um, right. F uh, folklore and science fiction are a huge part of the American culture, so I think sure. that ties in there. Jane Fonda is a huge part of American culture, to me at least. Barbarella, one of the greatest movies ever. Yep. She, she She's a big part there. And I think the whole uh, story is a very, it's a more global than American story, but it is still written and performed by Americans, so I think we are still in there. And then vocally, I decided to pull a lot from bands along the lines, more or less uh, Me Without You, like the Pumpernickel Bread, right. that era of Me Without You. And while we were recording, you pointed out that I sounded kind of more like the Mountain Goats, and then I realized, well, that's probably where he got his voice from. I, I will be honest with you. Yeah. I've never listen to me without you you Ever? mention it really all the time oh weird and i'm almost like oh yeah that's a band i have no idea what they sound like or what they do <laughs> oh we gotta get you in on that first two albums i think are the ones that everybody really really I think loves when you say that what i picture in my that. head is more like matt and kim um see but i don't, I don't really think know matt and kim like i don't think so uh i also threw is out it synth uh, pop no oh no 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 okay. no 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 not, not synth pop when you say all. that when you're like oh i'm gonna sing this like me without you i'm like 
Wasn't that like a synth pop band? No, no, not not really. So um, I'm stupid because do I don't also, know what they are. I also threw out the name, and you will notice by the trail of dead in, in I certain like parts. I like that band. That they kind of have a similar feel at certain points, but okay. not not really. I wouldn't. They would play a show together, and it wouldn't be weird. But they don't really sound a lot like each other. Um, so, Justin, as far as the drumming on this one, this is a little bit more uh, straightforward for you because it's kind of just like very rocking for most of it. Was there anything super challenging on this one? I don't think so. I mean, we had to go back and redo some parts because it just didn't fit. Yeah. After redo, like yeah, there's some I get I get the guitar parts and, some, and mostly yeah. synths, and then. Um, the original stuff that was on there I played too and then Zach was like oh I need to go back and redo some of these guitars and when we did that some of those parts just didn't work or coming out of the field didn't work or just just the overall field didn't work but I mean for the most part it was pretty standard for me fuck yeah Yeah, just uh, going in and just building a song trying to keep it simple but adding my own flair to it as well fuck yeah yeah, with the again with the vocals pulling from that like me without you mountain goat style, it's very talk singy, um, and there's a lot of words to get out in this one. Uh, I did a lot of uh, paraphrasing of my own words like while I was singing it, and a couple of these verses are all just one take, uh, where you're just like, okay, you got the first one now, just jump into the next one and go. And we got, to, I think the second verse is literally just one take. One of the other verses, maybe both of them are, are, are pretty much straight through. Uh, so it's very uh, it's poetic in that way that it just kind of goes with like the beat. And it is kind of, it's a little off. Sometimes it's a little behind. Sometimes it's a little ahead. But in that way of just kind of, again, talk singing over right. over it. Um, what what do you play all on this, Zach? You, got, you said acoustic. We play some electric acoustic, guitar. There's electric guitar. um uh... Organ, okay. Synth saxophone. Uh, some arpeggiators. So you added a lot it's, after we we came downstairs. I don't know if I added a lot. I tried to accent things and, and throw <sighs> it, a little. This little... one was difficult, man. Once once we had like the structure, I'm like, well, this is f- completely fucking fucked up yeah and it's a silly song this is another silly one and this is the longest silly song that we i think we've done this is just over seven minutes seven minutes 21 seconds yeah seven minutes 21 seconds so that that's that's a a a big song we're taking a big swing on something really really fucking silly here that came out of a fever dream of zach's i mean from the parts i've heard like because usually i came down before you start doing vocals to Mm -hmm. set up down here but like listening to the actual song there's a lot of cool little elements and parts yeah yeah throughout like if you just took like out of one section maybe just <laughs> the guitar riff and the drums you'd be like oh this is a normal song but then once all the other layers are on you're like uh-huh. ah this is not a normal song right. this is weird would you compare it to any uh, specific band anything like that or is it just too all over the place to really kind of narrow it down to a, a, a genre even yeah I don't know yeah this is weird so we're just gonna say this is new Americana uh, mm-hmm. fuck you if you don't agree with us and here it is. This is Space Lizards versus Jane Fonda off of Americana Super Soul. We'll see you guys in just over seven minutes. We're going to be playing some silly games. All right. Really one game. Okay. Enjoy.
mother the earth brought back to life. The elite remain in a peaceful reside as the meek are sent off into the sky to work and serve, to maintain, to die 12 colonies for peace and progress, for hope, for life.
say uh going into it um you allude that jane fonda is going to be be the savior um you you were pulling from a specific franchise uh on yeah in, on gundam Influ- gundam uh now i'm not a, an anime person i don't know gundam really Gundam's much at classic, all classic man but you you were describing it to me and uh the fact that it's basically gonna be this giant robot in the shape of a woman that is j-n-e-f-0-7-d-a and they call her jane fonda it's almost a Spaceballs take two. Yeah, well, that's the, right. Uh, yeah, giant, the, the uh, giant lady, yeah. the giant... Uh, the Statue of Liberty sucking yeah. with a vacuum. Yeah, they went from the suck air. to blow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that's a weird one. We we, uh, we pulled it off. We pulled it off, like, pretty, pretty damn well. Yeah, yeah, but that yeah, is very strange, good. and the only thing I could think of through that was I think I did a pretty good job of sounding like Me Without You, and now we really have to play Zach some Me Without You okay. after all this so all he knows... Right what's going on uh but that uh is again our brunch weekly original single we'll be getting that uploaded uh at some point we've got some point i have two i have two songs on cue yeah i do have to just sit down and finish the one song i got you want to have so much shit i have so much shit man between the website yeah and which the website is up it's up. Is it's it live? Up. It's live. Oh, there's nothing, there's nothing really posted. We're but, gonna be getting on. But to we that. will be posting yep, a bunch of stuff. It's gonna be houseboat live. Yes. Uh, you'll be able to go there. So if you want to go, just check that out. We'll what the, what out. the base look of the website. You is. will see notices throughout the next couple of weeks. It will be getting updated 
for pretty much every Tuesday. Yeah. Until we get it to the point that and we're, we're be, happy we're with. We're going to be posting our uh, Brunch Weekly original singles there. There's going to be some articles that we're going to be writing as well. all well. the discography will be listed. Everything will Everything be up there, Everything will yeah. be on the website. Uh, we'll eventually get merch listed. Yep. Through companies that we've been looking at, yeah, it's um, gonna be it's gonna be a full functioning website. It's gonna yeah. be awesome, and we're any, gonna be any projects that we decide to do past that we don't want to just do on YouTube will yeah. be um, posted there. Yeah, maybe maybe what you were talking about with the on tape. Or, oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know I, I mean? I've got a project that we've been just sitting on the back burner for a while right. uh, called On Tape. That it's going to be me doing reviews of old movies that I own on VHS. Sure. And so the, uh, the the first episode of that is going to be on the movie Blank Check. It's already written, so we're going to get the article itself posted uh, right. soon, and then we're going to be filming the video for that. So keep in tune, uh, keep tuned in for for that and uh, other things that are being coming. Zach's going to write some uh, erotic fiction uh, or erotic nonfiction. Yeah. You should write some erotic. Strictly erotica. <laughs> Strictly erotica will be by. The name uh... of that. What was the guy's name? Oh, My pet name is going to be uh, Chuck Hardbody. Chuck Hardbody. <laughs> Chuck Hardbody. That's uh, it's going to be Thanks, good. Thanks, Jeff. All right. Actually, it's HTTPS because it is a secure site. But, oh. But thank you. But if you go you to houseboat.live, it, it will still go right work. there. It's going to come up saying not secure, but we do have a secure site. All right. We are. We're secure. We are. In a lot yeah. of things, including our masculinities. Yes. Yeah. But are we secure in knowing whether or not one of us is lying and one of us is telling a truth? Right. Because that is the game tonight. You might have seen this uh, kind of done on a, a <sighs> couple different shows. Jimmy Fallon does a version called Two Truths and a Lie. My favorite version is the BBC, or not the BBC, I think it's Channel 4 puts it out, that is just called Would I Lie to You? Right. So basically what we're doing is I've asked all of you uh, to come up with a couple of truths and a couple of lies about yourself. Right. We're going to go around uh, one at a time. We will read our truth or a lie. We're not going to... Yeah. Nobody's picking for us. You're just picking from sure. the list that you've made up for yourself. And then the other two get to interrogate that person sure. and figure out if we think uh, you're, you're lying or telling the truth. Okay. And there's no time limit on it. We're just going to go until you guys have decided, whoever the people deciding uh, are, okay. uh, whether it's truth or a lie. Now, if you are listening live, uh, play along in the chat. We'd love to see what you guys think about uh, about our, our past. Because it's going to be a right. very telling uh, uh, you know, it's gonna be very telling this day. Right. Okay. All right. So if you guys want, I can start off by reading one of my I mean, truths or lies. Can I start first? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Do it. Definitely. So All Justin, right. you're gonna read one. All right. And then Zach and I, we're gonna we're gonna tear you down, brother. Okay. So my first one is: I once killed thirty salamanders at once. You once killed thirty salamanders at one time. At one time. Correct. With what? Yeah. What did you kill it with? Uh, the air. The air, you, like you killed them with air. Yes. Like, w did you being out of their habitat? Okay, so you took them out of their habitat, and what? Okay, what kind of habitat? Did, what were they? What were they in when you found the thirty salamanders? It was a uh, dome. It was a dome, like a weird aquarium. A weird aquarium of sorts, almost looking like that. like a cake server. Weird. Like you know, you know, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, with uh, the cover, like the yeah, lid. yeah, yep, sort yep. of like that. But it okay. was one solid unit. Now, how how old were you when this happened? I was about five or six. Oh, okay, so you now was do young. you? I just don't understand how salamanders die not in. Yeah. So what? What did? What actually? The air killed them, like exposing them to air. Yes. Was it too cold? Was it just not 
cured air? Like what? What, what made them cured air? Well, what like, the what fuck is, is okay. cured air? I don't know. Well, Purified I mean, air? I mean, it wasn't cured air yeah. or anything like that. But, that's not but a real I thing. will, I will uh, say that the the thing sat on my TV inside my room, so the unit was on my old box TV. Okay, sure. Yeah, an old right. box TV. The unit was on there. Now these were pet salamanders. So sure they were they were wild salamanders that you caught yourself that I had collected. You had collected this yourself. Okay. Um, now, do you have recollection of doing this, or do your parents remind you? No, of no, doing this? I I fully remember this. It was a giant mess, dude. My room was covered in water. Oh Jesus! So yeah. just water everywhere. Mm -hmm. Salamanders everywhere. Did they get everywhere? Yep. Basically. And oh jeez, I don't know, Zach. Uh, I. This is a weird one. This is a, this is definitely a weird one. Um, I don't I don't know what other questions I, can we uh, ask about it. I don't know much about salamanders. Me neither. But I still don't understand why they died. Yeah, were they in the container? Was it winter time? No, it was it was summertime, and they dried up. They dried up. Yes. Oh, oh, so you had them in a habitat that kept them at a comfortable temperature, kept them. Well, they when, needed to be in water. Yeah, they have to be in water. Not all the time, but most. They have of the, to have water to go in and out of. But so, they can survive strictly in water. So, did you spill the water out of it so they had no water to get to? So, I was probably dancing to a record. Oh, okay. And it came tumbling. Any down. recollection of the record? It was probably I had when I was a child a. Remember the Disney record players? Yeah. I had one of those. So okay. It was probably that setup. So you're dancing around to fucking, you know. Goofy or some goofy. Mickey okay. Mouse All shit. Right. Okay. Um, th there's a lot of details. And this is a very weird thing for you to think up. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that I think that you are telling the truth. I think this is a, a true statement. Okay. I think you're telling the truth, but you're lying about the amount of salamanders you killed. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. It could be a little variations on I that. I think you only killed like five or six. All right. Because I don't think that you're that good at catching salamanders. Mm. All right. All right. Mm. He's calling you on your salamander catching abilities. I'm, I'm just right. going to say I think, uh, I think you're telling the truth here. Okay. What we got? I'm telling the truth. You're telling the truth. I had a yeah. It was literally about the size of like a a cape cake serving or holding plate, like just a clear glass yeah thing. But this thing was plastic, and it was sitting on an old tube TV. Okay, you know, dial and all. Um, that that my Nintendo was hooked up, and I was dancing around, and I don't. I think the TV was on like a, sh a shitty cheap stand. Okay, and I probably didn't notice that it. There was a slope yeah. on the TV. And you're jumping around dancing as a five-year-old, but you were still six foot three. Yes, exactly. Like 275 pounds as a I didn't have a big room. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? So uh, next thing I know, the thing comes tumbling out, and I oh, have Jesus. 30 salamanders in my room. Fuck. All right. Well, there that you go. That's, yeah. that's, that's a truth. So we were both, we were both right, but yeah. you were a little bit less right there, Zach. Right. Now, Zach, do you have one that you'd like to go with, sure. or do you want me to go first? You can go, all right, go ahead. Well, I was a kid, maybe eight or nine. I was riding my bike and I purposely stuck a broken off broom handle in my spokes while riding and tumbled uh, end over end like an like an idiot. All right. Where you were riding and you just grabbed the stick or you had a broom handle? No, I had a broken off broom handle. You were just riding That one. was in the garage that I found. Okay. And when we were kids, all we did was ride bikes around. Yeah, oh yeah. Sure. And then I'm riding the bike around with with this broom handle and just hey, boom! Stuck it so right in the spokes you, of the front wheel. Were you on the road or like a driveway? No, I was on my driveway. You were on your driveway. Is it uh, was it was it gravel or was oh it, yeah, it was gravel. So gravel driveway. So you went flying 
Were you like flying when you did this and you just thought it was a good idea? Like what was the thought process of like... What was the speed you were going? I mean, I was like seven years old on a... So not crazy fast, you know what I mean? But you're also light as a seven-year-old so you can fly fairly easy. Fast enough that it threw me right over the handlebars. And you managed to get it straight through. While you were riding, you yeah. managed to stick it straight through. You got a clean shot right through yeah. the spokes. Hmm. Uh, was anybody watching you when you did this? My brother you... and our, the two neighbor kids. Because right. we all just rode our bikes together. And... Now, what happened Ooh. to the wheel? Did spikes go flying? Or spokes no, go flying just, off? No, it just stopped it. It stuttered it. And yeah. You went flying. How far off of it do you think you flew? I mean, probably not that far. Probably like two or three feet, you know what I mean? But enough to, point, enough to throw me yeah. off the bike. Any damage to your body that, that you Just remember? Cuts and, cuts and, and bruises. scrapes and bruises. Oh. All right, now, the regular. did you admit to your parents what was done, or did somebody tell your parents exactly what was done, or did no, you I hide this? No, I think I just told my parents that I fell off my bike. Have okay. you ever told them the truth <laughs> about it? No. You have not. All well, right, so well, they're, if this is a truth, and this is a truth, you've now told them. Okay. Uh, Jeff is saying that he believes you. He, yeah, Jeff. Jeff's believing you. I'm. I don't know. I'm trying I feel to like think of any other questions because you know what? Here's until here's I, I get fooled. You here's know? the thing that I have a problem with is jamming that straight through without hitting anything. I mean, I know spokes are spread out, but but when they're moving, it's really so. Wait, you leaned lucky. forward and did it, or you had enough reach to? I had enough reach to do it off the thing. What kind of bicycle was it? A huffy. Mm-hmm. Just a huffy. Weirdly bike. enough, it was a. A red huffy. You know how they used to have those padded on the things? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weirdly enough, when we took the padding off, underneath the where it said huffy on the padding, it said Chips Ahoy. <laughs> oh, I swear. It was a that, Chips Ahoy bicycle. Yes, Your dad but, probably but that, that was had a huffy uh, padding thing on it. But right. it said Chips Ahoy underneath. Okay, well, I believe that you definitely had a bike that... I def- yeah, you had you a bike had a huffy that, that, that said Chips Ahoy underneath. I think that part of it is definitely what true. What color was it? Was the padding red, too? Because you said it was a red bike, right? Yeah, the padding, yeah, it was, was it like, like a, a blue black, a, no, it was a red Huffy, it was a black um, foam with like red and black vinyl okay. over that, but the Chips Ahoy logo was blue. That's okay, strange. I'm going to say that you had the bike, but you didn't, I'm going to say you had the bike and fell off the bike plenty of times while riding, but Ooh. you didn't actually stick the broomstick to I... the spokes that your brother threw. Through the or somehow, maybe yeah, yeah, maybe something, something else happened where it wasn't that, or it's not a broomstick handle, it's just something else. I, but again, like I said, I think I'm gonna go yeah. with truths until I'm fooled. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that this is a truth, I think this is true. I think maybe, maybe there's some little detail that you switched up to make it not 100%, but I'm gonna stick with, with true for right now. Yeah, I'm saying not true, not true. Okay, Zachary, wasn't my bike. And I wasn't riding it, but I did throw the stick through. Oh, <laughs> whose yeah. bike was it? My neighbors. Your neighbors. <laughs> and it, their bike said Chips Ahoy underneath yes. it? Yes. But I did put the, the broomstick Had you... into his wheel as he drove by me, and he crashed Now, really did hard. anybody ever find out about that? I mean, Would everyone saw still watch? Everyone saw <laughs> Everyone saw Did you get in trouble for it at all? No. no. Uh, There's right. kids being kids. All right. All right. Well, then, let me... Okay, which one do I want to go with here? Uh, all right, I'll go with this. Um, my first cigarette, the first cigarette I ever smoked, mm-hmm. was a Pall Mall that I found <coughs> on the floor of my car. Mm. Pall Mall Who, that I found... Out of your... your was, which car? Uh, I was driving a 
1999 Plymouth Breeze. And a friend or somebody or somebody. or somebody you bought the car and years later you found no, the No, it was my dad's off. car. Uh, I bought it off him. He didn't smoke, so it was somebody that I had in my car had a pack of Pall Malls, okay. and it was just one loose one that fell on the ground. Oh, Pall Mall, such a weird cigarette. So that's like a... Yeah, who was smoking Pall Malls? I worked in restaurants, and I gave people rides home. I was sure. not 16. Thank you for thinking I had my license at 16. Did not. Um, I was eight, 18, 19. Okay. I was 19. And nobody 19. else in your family at this point smoked cigarettes? Nobody smoked, no. Nobody smoked. And you're saying the first time you smoked a cigarette was 18 years old. I was 18 or 19 years old when I first smoked a cigarette. And you've never you never used a cigarette to take a break while working in the, um, in the I, industry? I had just started. I was working at Friendly's, and I had just started buying cigarettes that my friends smoked, and I would just leave them in my apron and go out, and I would light one so I'd get a cigarette break, hmm. and then the, I would just hand it to them, and they would inhale it, and then, the like, in case the boss was I believe I believe... Part of this, I think. I this. think that you've ta- talked about buying cigarettes so that you could give to friends. I believe yeah. that is a true statement. Well, it is. Yeah, I don't believe that it was a Paul Mall. Okay, but then again, a Paul Mall, such a random, yeah, pick of a fucking cigarette. That would be like me going, "Oh yeah, my first cigarette I smoked was Chesterfield King." Yeah, we, you know what I mean. Like, I got you. I got you. I mean, I have smoked Paul Malls like in my life uh, since. Sure, then. I have too. Um, they're not I, very good. They're not great, especially because they were like the first ones that did like the quick to burn out thing. Yeah. So that you re- and they got like the. They also tried filter. to um, mimic Parliament with the recess filter oh, thing, but it was just a small hole in the middle of the filter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which made that. no fucking sense yeah, at I don't all. Remember sense. that. Yeah, it was. You can still get them. It was, and it was a thicker. Yeah, uh, it was like thick, and it wasn't recessed. It was just a hole, a hole in it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't get why they did that. Yeah. Now, do you remember anything about the cigarette? Was it nasty, old, and dry? Oh, it up? was. It was definitely a nasty cigarette. But it's the first one. I don't think I smoked the whole thing at all. What um, made you smoke it? Uh, I was angry. Okay. And I knew people sometimes when they're angry smoke cigarettes, and I thought it might calm me down. Well, Jeff is saying that you're lying. Okay. So maybe I also don't think that you found the cigarette in your car. Okay. Your first cigarette you may smoke might have been a Pall Mall, but you didn't just randomly find it in your car and decide. Especially to smoke if you were it. buying cigarettes for your friends, or coworkers, or wherever, whatever it may have been. The yeah. fact that you had it on there. I think I don't think it was a Pall Mall. Now, what cigarettes did you say you were buying for people? Uh, I think it was like Marlboro Lights or okay. Marlboro Menthol Lights. Okay. Menthol Lights. And did you ever venture into smoking menthol? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first cigarettes I, like, fully smoked, like, regularly. I was smoking Marlboro Milds the first, like, year I was smoking cigarettes. Well, I'm going to say that it's false. Some of the statements are true. I don't think it was the Pall Mall. Okay. And I don't think that it was just found in your car. Okay. Is that yeah, it's false. Yeah, it's it's a lie. Yeah, okay. It's a lie. First okay. cigarette I ever smoked was a Marble Menthol Light, and I smoked it to make fun of my friend smoking a cigarette. Okay, we were in her car. Right, right. Uh, right. But I did buy, I did buy Marble Menthol Lights for work to pretend that I was smoking, and it wasn't one to of those. To take breaks. Yeah, I would just be like, "Hey, can I go out for a break?" And they'd be like, "You smoking?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, sure." So first, I just started bumming them, sure. and then I was just wasting somebody else's cigarette. So then I just started buying cigarettes. And then just like lighting it, taking a couple puffs off of it, 
and then handing it to or not taking a couple puffs off it just lighting it holding it let them take a couple puffs off of it and then I would just go back to holding it so it looked like it was so my my friend would get she would get two cigarettes in in her cigarette break and I would get a fake cigarette break. right but yeah uh, yeah definitely wasn't Paul Mall definitely wasn't yeah Paul I was Mall. gonna say Paul Mall is a, a very um, weird cigarette to have in your car especially yeah. I would say if your parents smoked. You might get a Maybe Paul Mall from you them. You might get a Paul yeah. Mall because that's. I like... was gonna try to play it off as like I I had a, uh, a a coworker who was like an old dishwasher and I gave a ride to and it probably fell off of him. I think but if you would have said like Parliament or Camel Parliament, or... Parliament for sure would, was a little bit more around at that point. Sure, yeah. everybody was fucking yeah. smoking though. Yeah, you know? it's true. All right, Justin, you're up next. <clears throat> well, all right, so I'm gonna keep on with the cigarette thing. Mm-hmm. My first cigarette. Was with my friend Greg. Yeah. He came over to my house. Okay. And the first time I ever smoked a cigarette was we coated it in toothpaste and let it let it set, thinking that we would get fucked up while smoking a cigarette okay. that was coated in toothpaste. 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 All right. Um. Why did you think that? Did you hear he, somebody say because that? Because he he was a couple years older than me. I think uh-huh. we were thirteen or fourteen at this point, and he was like. Hey, if you coat this and let it dry, you get fucking fucked up. And I was just and like, he believed this. He believed it, and, and I believed it too. He, at and that he point, he said that he had done this before. I believe so. Okay. So we yeah. had so to sneak a cigarette. Keep in mind, we had to steal a cigarette from my dad. Okay. While we went to sleep, and then coat steal it. toothpaste from your mom. Yes. Okay. And then figure out a way <laughs> we were going to go outside and smoke it. Now you coated it, and then you let it air dry. You just microwave it. it. You use yep. a lighter. Just straight up air dried it. And thirteen, fourteen. Hmm. This is really weird. Um, <laughs> what kind of cigarette would it have been? It would have been a Winston. It would have been a Winston. Yes, that's what my dad smoked. A, a Winston Crest Light. Um, <laughs> do you remember what kind of what brand of toothpaste it was? Do you remember that at all? Uh, Colgate, probably. Colgate, probably. Yeah. All right. Okay. I was a Colgate kid as well. I had a lot of Colgate and Crest. Mm-hmm. Crest. 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 Yes. Um, I, I used Christ uh, uh, toothpaste actually. I used uh, cyst. It makes your teeth as white as Jesus. That's what I. That's what well, I like. That's... Yeah, yeah, like Willem Dafoe white. Um, okay, uh, so you, you you smoke it. Did it get you fucked up? Uh, no, no. And it was uh, terrible. Did it's... it burn? For sure, it burned. It, burned. it crackled the whole time when you're trying oh. to fucking smoke it. It didn't. I'm sure there's chemicals that you don't want to get into your fucking oh, mouth from. Uh, I've toothpaste. never heard of this. Uh, yeah, I mean, keep in toothpaste. mind, I was 13 and he was 15. Okay. So yeah, I mean, so you were. Yeah, dude, pre- I were dumb. Really dumb. Pre- I thirteen, I was. Then. I knew what drugs were already at yeah. 13. I feel like you have a much different life than a lot of people, though. So um, I don't know. I think I, 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 I feel like this is true. I feel like this is so stupid. <laughs> it has to be true. Um, because and this is Greg the Greg that uh, yeah, so the, the horror Paco fanatic designs yeah all right um, which we still have to get on the show sometime. yeah we definitely do um, I want to say this is true because it's so fucking stupid yeah that like if you made <laughs> if you made this up I'm I'm hoping it's based on like a, a Reddit article or right. something like that that you found all right I, I, yeah going both true here yeah. Okay, while the act of me doing it is true, it was not my first cigarette. It was not. So, way into you smoking cigarettes, yes. how how long had you been but smoking cigarettes? Probably a few weeks at that point. A few weeks of smoking because, cigarettes. Because, all right, so I lived, I lived on a cul-de-sac by myself, basically. And yeah. then friends of my parents moved in, and they were up sometimes. I still worked in Jersey. 
and they would travel, like move their family back and forth. And their one daughter convinced me to start stealing my dad's cigarettes. So we would go out, ride bikes and smoke cigarettes. And then when he came up, he's like, oh, you smoke cigarettes? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, you ever smoke it with Colgate crusted onto it? (laughs) I'm like, no. He's like, get you real fucked up. And we both did this act. We so, went outside and so smoked this, the this slogan. makes you believe that he has done this more than once. Yeah, I mean, when somebody comes up to you very convincingly, like, you're yeah. going to get fucked up. If you Yo, do bro, that, you ever smoke cold? <laughs> All right, well, when we get Greg on the show, we're going to have to ask him about it. So, so yeah. not not a full truth, but part part. Yeah. yeah, that is, I'm glad you didn't make that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, 100% at least. Okay, so we're, we're, wrong, we're wrong on that one. Zach, you're, you're up. The first time I used a swear word, I said fuck, and I was three. Ooh. Ooh. Three. So this was So you don't remember this. So you don't remember using the word, but you have your parents. This is a story that was told to me. Do you. Okay. Basically, you repeat the story. Yeah. Where were you? What was the situation? I had a play school hammer set, and my mom saw me in the living room just hammering the play school nails, going, fuck, fuck, (laughs) fuck. She's like, what do you see? I'm like, that's what dad says when he uses the hammer. And I guess the story was my dad hit his finger with hammer and I saw him. And he his finger with the hammer and he said, fuck, ah, fuck, fuck, fuck. And so I was three, just You're... going, fuck, 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 fuck. 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 All right. Um, this is the first time you ever swore. Yeah. Uh, you're three years old. Now, out of curiosity, kind of totally not related, but related to you speaking, do you know what your first words were? No. Like, do you, your mom never told you what your first words I've were? never been told my I, first words. I, I think it was either mom told or dad. Was, well, yeah. That, besides that, I think someone told me my first word was cookie. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't believe that. But that, I kind of do. Uh, because, uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of uh, right on uh, you know, right on character point. for me. Yeah. Um, all right. So now, hmm, what did your mother yell at your father for this? Did I'm she, sure she did. You're sure she did? And does your dad tell you of this story, or is it just your mom that reminds you of it? No, they both they told both me do. the story, yeah. Do you think your dad is proud of you yes. for this? Okay, now, so he's very proud. That makes sense. Now, when like this conversation comes up just randomly, like your parents, or like nostalgic, like or, yeah. sitting with like family, and they're like, oh, I Zach think the first young. time I heard this story was I was probably like a teenager, and started swearing a lot. Yeah. Now, in my my family, we swear. Yes. A lot. We. You do. <laughs> my my parents do. I do. Yeah. I think when we, I was over for Thanksgiving one year, it was just like. He passed the most, the fucking I mashed think, potatoes. No, 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 no. Fuck. I think it, I think it was the first time where I think once curse might have slipped, and your mom was like, "I'm not having this today. Fuck off with that shit." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so this is goddamn <laughs> fucking Thanksgiving. You don't fucking talk that shit in here, you yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. All right. Um, I I'm I well, I'm gonna say it's a lie because it was actually Nate. I'm gonna say it's true. You're gonna say it's true. I'm gonna say that this is All a right. true story. It's true. It's true. Yeah. One, yeah. And it was you that did that. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Your dad must have immediately just been very proud of his son. Jeff also said truth on this. All right. Oh, Jeff's, doing, Jeff's doing pretty well. I think he's only gotten Justin's last one wrong. And then again, that last no, one No, was... and he got Zach's first one wrong. Oh, okay. So he, he's, he's doing pretty he's good. Doing, right, doing better yeah. than me. All right. Mm, what do I want to go? All right. Uh, my first paying job I ever had <laughs> was as... Uh, the first round, I was trying to hold back smiling and laughing. Uh, so now I'm just going to let it come out. Uh, my first paying job, paid gig uh, I ever had, was as a magician's assistant for a commercial shoot. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Okay, how did this come about? Were you how old were you? Twelve, maybe you thirteen. Were Twelve, and yeah, 12 some random magician came up and said, yeah, "Hey, random. kid, and that would be better." better <laughs> hey, story. kid, uh, you want to be in a knack? Hey, hey, kid, you like <laughs> sex? <laughs> I'm a magician. I, I'm going to show you I can a make trick. Certain things disappear. <laughs> uh, no, we had uh, a friend of the family who was a local magician, and I was kind of obsessed with sleight of hand magic at the time. Did you have kits? Uh, I had the kit? kits. I would go to the hobby store in Marshall's Creek all okay. the time. I had a top Wait, hat. Which, one, which hobby store? Uh, right next to where Mr. Z's used to be, and then they moved up behind oh, Lewis's yeah, up the hill there. I remember that. Um, so instead of, I remember going there, and I was supposed to get like a model train or a Before something else. Before it became else. the tri- John Deere spot. He, uh, oh, up no, on the hill. no, no. Behind that, up the hill, like if you go closer to Lewis's, the one where like Pen Mom used to, Pen Monster Factory used to be. Pen Mom. Oh, yeah, Pen yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Pen Mom. Uh, but yeah, so either way, uh, I remember going in and, and I was going to get like a, a something to build, like a miniature or something like that, or a train set, and I saw magic stuff, and I wanted to do magic, so I had a top hat, I had a What was the tuxedo. experience like? What did you do as the assistant? Not really much of anything. Um, you just stood there? Did you get in a box? Did uh, he saw no, you in half? No, so I wasn't his assistant, oh. like his on-stage assistant, although I remember dressing like a magician. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It was uh, basically I was just making sure things were ready to be. He was basically just a nice guy mm-hmm. and was a friend of the family and knew I liked magic. So he. Now, paid was your me. family there watching you? No, I believe my parents just were like, "You can go with no siblings with, at all." No, nah, no. Nah, uh, How much did you get paid for this? I think fifty bucks. Fifty mm-hmm. bucks for like three hours worth of work. Of not work. And what, did you have to lug his stuff around? Yeah, I helped him carry things in. But again, I'm like 12, 13, and I'm me, so I wasn't probably super helpful. Hmm. Um, it was, uh, to give you a little bit more information that you're not asking for, it was it was at Shawnee Playhouse. Um, and I was familiar with Shawnee Playhouse. Right. So I don't know if that played a factor into it at all. Were, had you already done stuff at Shawnee Playhouse? Uh, yeah, I had done like one or two plays at Shawnee at this point. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was like 12, 13. I remember dressing up pretty much as a magician and just standing off stage. I was not in the commercial at all. His wife was the actual assistant that got sawed in half and everything. Okay. Um, and yeah. What, what, what else do you got? What other questions you got? Hmm. I, don't I think th- you're telling the truth. Yeah, I think this is a truthful statement. Yeah, no, it's 100% okay. true story. Uh, his name was uh, Jose Rodriguez, but his stage name was Joe Raven. Um, Ooh, Joe Raven. Joe Raven, uh, which I always appreciate that he kept his initials the same, um, because it's a very uh, like superhero thing to do, um, and then like hide your identity with the same initials. But yeah, I, I uh, helped him carry things. Uh, I think I might have helped like move lights around at some point. But other than that, I pretty much just stood there waiting for him to need me to do something. He never needed me to do anything. Uh, sad ending to the story. But then a happy ending after that. Uh, doing a performance about a year or two later, Joe blew off most of his hand. Oh, uh, Lord. At a kid's party Ooh. when, like, a little poofy thing went wrong and it blew up his hand. Um, and about two years later, he made a triumphant return to sleight of hand magic with one hand. That's wild. And he's fucking, he's the man. They're still. He still does? He's, as far as I know, it's been years, uh, but he used to live up in Saw Creek, he and his wife. And they were they were the sweetest. They hung out with their family all the time. It was it was great. So Damn. 
uh, I always got to put on my first job applications with previous work history. <laughs> and it just said, you know, from when to when. And it was, I remembered the date. So I would just put that date on there and it said, Magician's like Magic. <laughs> yeah, Magician's Assistant. There you oh, go. That's pretty cool. All right, Justin. All right. When I was a teenager, I owned a Mini Dirt Modified. What does that mean? I'll show you a picture of a Mini Dirt Modified. This is this a bike? No. A mini it's dirt a, bike? It's, it's a go-kart. Oh, okay. That you actually race. Okay. Um, well, why you are, race. Yeah. They look like modifieds, but they are much smaller. Okay. Now, um, <clears throat> you're saying that you had one of these when I you I had were... one, and I raced it. You raced it. Whoa. Okay. Jesus. Okay. So, you raced it, and you're saying that you raced it in competition, not just yes. for fun? Correct. Were you good? Yes. I enjoy. I totally enjoyed racing. Did you ever win a race? I did not. You'd never won a no. race. What was the best you ever did in the races? Top, top 10. Top 10 out of how many? 20? About 30. No, <laughs> top 10 out of 10. No, about 30 people. Because they would, they would, it would be on dirt tracks, like big dirt tracks. All right. Uh, doing most lists in like Jersey? Yeah, Is Jersey, When you were New living York. over there? Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, well, no, I was living in Pennsylvania, but we would drive down. Hmm. All right. Kind of motors are in there. Yeah. Thank you. You gotta. You gotta throw some real questions. Uh, I honestly, at the top of my head, I don't remember. I can get you details on it right now. That's a true statement right there. Yeah. That's a. That's a way to win over our trust. Research things in the middle of the game. Um. All right. So it's like a. What is the top speed you? It's would get like up a to? Briggs and Stratton. They would do like thirty miles an hour. Thirty miles an you know hour. I mean, but but cutting them on dirt, it's like going to Speedway Seventeen or six whatever. And how old were you when you were doing this? 13. 13? Yeah. And uh, you fit in one of those at the age of 13? Oh, yeah. Were you one of the larger kids racing? Uh, Probably. And do you think that, uh, like, hurt, hindered your I mean, performance? I definitely in added way? to weight. Added to weight? Yeah. yeah. You, you didn't I don't think it hindered your... my performance. It was yeah. just a tough, it's All a right. tough thing. Why did you... Because you have, you have, it wasn't, it wasn't set up with, like, age groups. Okay. All so right, you would so... have adults racing with... Oh, weird. So did yeah. you uh, get into this voluntarily, or was this something that your parents were like, you should get into this? Uh, well, I mean, I was always into racing and stuff like that. My dad has built Modifieds. My dad's built, you know, all kinds of shit to race at Flemington. Yeah. You know, Enduro cars, Demolition cars, okay. Modifieds. Hmm. My mom's cousin owns a Sprint car. But her other cousin has drag Now you're just bragging, like that. so that's good. Ha, um, uh, huh. hmm. Zach, any any other technical questions that you can maybe get him to hiccup on on this one? It was because... ba- it was it was set up. It looks like a modified, but it was a chassis of a go kart. Okay, that had a more powerful fucking engine. It right. wasn't anything crazy. It was a it was a, hmm. a right. pretty fast. My last question: engine. Why did you stop racing? I I just I don't know. It was just one of those things where I wasn't doing good and didn't yeah, have the passion to it. Okay. You know what I mean? All you right, know? and I probably also a monetary thing from my parents okay where it just gets expensive racing is not cheap thing. sorry real last did you ever total no never told i mean i've been in accidents but, but never totaled the thing didn't no have not to, to the point that life. not to the point that it was just like oh some body damage no jaws all right. of life all right um I, I i feel like you know a lot about this but i think maybe uh it's because you really wanted one and they wouldn't get you one so i'm gonna say right. it's it's a lie yeah i'm gonna say it's a lie too yeah okay I feel like this might have been something that Zach wouldn't have known about, uh, or maybe you told him and he forgot. But I'm gonna right. say, yeah, I'm gonna say lie. Okay, so I did have a dirt modified. 
Oh. And I always wanted to race it, but I never did actually get a chance uh, to race it. So you it's never just we didn't have it. time. My dad just got so busy. Yeah. But we did build a whole dirt modified. I couldn't tell you what exactly engine that we yeah. had in it, but it was just basically a souped up lawnmower you engine. You never raced it, but did you, did you get oh, to you ride to, it? I did, but the only thing is, is it's set up for left hand turns. So the only fortunate thing is, is I lived on a cul de sac, so I got to yeah. rip that fucking thing around. This dirt All right. Sack. So again, part partial truth, but yeah. but but the, the the statement itself is a lie. All right, Zach, let's throw one more at you. When I was a child, up until the time I was probably like six or seven, my hair was white as paper, as a sheet of paper, not blonde. I was born with absolutely white white hair, like an old man. White hair. So wow. how long? Probably till I was like seven or eight. Before it started say, to go, I'm trying to blonde. think of any like young I, pictures I may have seen. I've you. seen pictures of you, but they're not great quality, so yeah. it's kind of hard to tell. Because I have like mine, I have one niece <coughs> and a nephew who have like very, very fine. blonde white. Keith and Kevin both had super blonde white hair that went away like, probably around the same time, like five or six or so. Um, all right, did. Was this only you? Did your brother or anybody else in your family have the same Nate thing? Nate was similar, but not as white. And, and, and you're saying white, like no pigment white. to it yes. whatsoever. Uh, did you get any nicknames because of this? Did anybody call you Whitey or anything like Fuzzball or anything weird like that? I don't recall any nicknames. No one called you Q-Tip? You didn't get the, nick, the street name Q-Tip? I don't remember that. They would but... be like, why is it called Q-Tip? And it's like, because ah, he's got an uncircumcised dick and he uses a Q-Tip to clean it out. It wasn't any weirdness like that. All right, so back to your hair. Um, all right, uh, did your did your do you remember your mom loving or hating your hair, and then what happened when your hair changed? Do you remember anything like that? Like your mom being like, "Oh no, my no," she liked it when I was little, and then yeah. she did didn't not like it. Okay, sure. but then by the time my hair started to change I was old enough where I was just dirty all the time she was just buzz my hair okay. because I was just keep it short keep it short because I was just too much of a dirty child now to did you do the hair long when it was white no not long but long enough to be able to see it okay like for a long time I had like a buzz cut because I was me and Nate just were dirty. just so dirty right. did uh does it ever get that white you know like really like during the summer nope. when it's this, no. it's never come back to be it's never been that no it just has gotten so it's darker gotten dark. alright um, I, I think I think I think this is false I, I think it's Nate because okay. you say buzz cut and I remember seeing young pictures of Nate yeah, well, yeah, I've seen pictures cut. of both of them with buzz cuts. So I'm going to say it's true. You're going false. I'm going to say it's true. I'm going to say it's neat. It's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah. It's true. White. i got to see white. a picture of this. Bright white? Like bright, bright white. white? Were you traumatized in utero or anything like that? I don't know. I think I was just that German. That mm. German that it came out white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to do one more, and then I think we can do another. We'll each do I'll, – I'll finish this round, and then we'll start with Justin. We'll do one more okay. round of this here. Cool. Um, okay. Going with that. All right. Um, I hmm. – all right. I went on a date with James Marsden's sister when I lived in L.A. Who's hmm. James Marsden? Cyclops from X-Men. 
Okay. Old, old Cyclops? Or old Cyclops, Cyclops. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, the guy that's in that right, movie. Right, 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 right. James Marsden. His sister. His sister. How did you meet his sister? MySpace. Mm, uh, what year is this? 2004. Okay. Yeah. And how did you meet on MySpace? Were you a fan or you just... I was trying to creep? find people that lived in my area. And there was a setting that you could put like find people within certain miles of you and I put like five or ten miles and I guess she I lived in the valley so she must have lived in the valley right and we connected that way and was it a romantic date or just like hey we're getting together and I, I think I probably thought it was more romantic than it was we probably right. talked online for like a week and where did you go for this date a taco stand Okay. What next. kind of tacos did you eat? <laughs> Knowing me, I don't remember specifically, but it's probably just the. Was beef. it Korean fusion? No, oh, no, no, no. It was just straight Mexican tacos. Okay. Um, somewhere in Encino, I believe. Um, and yeah, it was. I probably just got a beef taco. When at that point, I probably got a beef taco with cheese on it and nothing else. And did you know who her brother was? I did not know until. Uh, uh, right before we were going to hang out, okay. I, like so, I, I knew when we hung out, okay. but it was like a week of talking, and then hey, did uh, you, this did came you up. get late? No, oh no 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 no! I'll say the date did not go well. It was okay. never it was, repeated. Was it a quick one? Um, yeah, yeah. I think I mean it was over the like, pants hand job. Nothing. Didn't even kiss. I think we might what, have hugged. Was she like, cool awkwardly. or shitty? She's really cool. She okay. was cool. Um, just I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah, just not feeling it. Like, and I'm also very uh, tepid, very standoffish when it sure. comes to, especially at that age, uh, to somebody that I don't might have a enough. crush on. I also don't know, and I've just looked at. MySpace pictures of, and obviously everybody puts their best foot sure. forward online. So, so was she not what her pictures were? She was, she was a very attractive girl, um, but it's just kind of the angles, you know. Like you get a little. She sure. was not like she was a bigger girl or anything. So like you're that. saying she was catfishing you? Not big bone. Not no 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 not big boned. Uh, just kind of one of those things where it's just like you don't really get the proper. Uh, uh, look at her you know you don't really get the proper look and then I was also in much better shape and I probably also had a picture like that and was hiding 30 pounds by looking up at an angle well Jeff Um, was saying truth on this Jeff's saying truth on this all right I don't know what other questions I think that there may have been a famous person's siblings date but I don't think that it was you don't think it was James Marsden's sister yeah Jennifer yeah Mm. Mm, See, I don't know. True. I don't know anything about it. You don't know her. the famous I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying false. You're this. saying false. Yeah. You're saying true. Yes. Uh, it is false. Yeah. Um, I met a girl online on MySpace doing that who immediately said, I'm Jennifer Marsden. My brother is James Marsden. And then I just never responded to anything ever again. Because I'm like, yeah, if that's true, I wouldn't. Uh, I, mean, I didn't believe her. I didn't yeah. believe her. So it could have been true. Did you have tacos um, up there, though? I No, there's just a taco stand around. <laughs> God damn it, yeah, Kyle. Yeah, no, there's, there's not. Uh, but I did uh, I did look up James Marston's sister's names to get one of them. So it is Jennifer. Um, that was That's his actual real sister. I don't know what the girl said her name was uh, at this point. But she was really cute. And I was, like, really into it uh on face and then literally like hey how's it going blah 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 just moved to the area oh hey how's it going my brother's
was James Marsden, and I was just like, you're going to try to get money from me or something. So that is... That is, it's a, it's a lie. It's, right. it's a lie. All right, last round of this, Justin, okay, why don't you so, jump on? So, for my last one, uh, when I was in my early 20s with Charlie Eckenbarger, okay. we owned a professional gaming team that spanned multiple, multiple games from Call of Duty, Counter-Strike Source. We were playing Counter-Strike for the team. Uh, Unreal quake we had um a um warcraft 3 player we had a bunch of people playing for us that we would pay to send out and do tournaments and get our name out there and we had to fire a team for using wrong tags the the company that well it was called game slaves but the Call of Duty team would Good use name. tags that were of uh, people hanging. So we had to end up oh, firing them. But we did Jesus. own a professional gaming team. You said when did when did you own this? Early 20s. Early 20s. So what's that, 35 years ago? 35, yeah, 35 years, ago. years ago. So you guys were playing Pong? Uh-huh. Um, so you're, so no, we were playing Counter-Strike Source. So this we is like 15 were, years we ago or so. Money for you were, so you guys actually made money? Yes. Were you LLC? Did you have like a legal Did not have company? a legal thing, but we were doing it anyway. How? So all the money was coming uh, from us. We okay. were sending people out to certain tournaments throughout the country. Yeah. How are you making money? Yeah, out when of this? they won from you tournaments, got money. from sponsors, from other things. Who was your biggest sponsor? Probably EVGA back in the day. What is EVGA? They're a company that makes computer products, All video right. cards, mobile. In my boards. head, I went Eddie Bonacore, graphic artist. No, That's where no. I went EVGA. That's no, e- e- <laughs> Eddie Bonacore? E- EV Tattoos, Eddie Bonacore. Local tattoo artist. EV. Yeah, it was V. Oh, yeah, yeah. So totally doesn't totally doesn't work out. Um hmm. All right, so uh, you said you had to fire a team because they were were they using like racially insensitive people hanging? Type yeah, it of was thing? basically drawn out that the icons looked black. Uh, was, okay, you know what I mean. Like, so you were you were uh, like the way we were on the, the name, verge of getting canceled in two thousand five. No, we probably just would have been suspended for a Call of Duty okay. team. So we fired him anyway. But um, I mean. When we made the name, it wasn't anything racial. It's yeah. just slaves to playing video games. Gotcha. Like we enjoyed doing Now, it. when you fired them, were they people you actually knew in real no, life? No, it was a team that we picked up that were doing How really did you well. pick them up? All right, so there's... Back then, before uh, eSports and how they are now, there was different leagues and stuff like that. So you had Cal... And they had different things. So it was okay. you, if you were a brand new team, you would start in Cal O, which is open, then get bumped up to moderate then up to um, invite and then pro or pro or invite was pro there was another step in there and they were they had just gone from moderate to the next step right before pro so we had picked them up all right um i i'm this is a lot of stuff i don't really know and understand um so you could very also keep in mind my leg to, we were also making money by selling game servers, like renting game servers. Wow. See that? Yeah, I'm going to say that's true. That sounds like something you, you would have done. Um, I don't know if all of the details are true because that's a little out there, but I don't doubt that a bunch mm-hmm. of assholes playing video games want something super racist. Um, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go true. Truth okay. I'm going to say one. false. False. So you had some sort of affiliation with the store there? 
Uh, but that you weren't the one in charge of the team. So. Uh, okay. That is true. It's true. It's true, 100%. We did, when we when we formed all the team, we had a big giveaway. A bunch of us pull, pulled a bunch of money and gave away a whole computer, did a whole bunch of things. It was Damn. something that we tried, and it's sort How of something that we always... How exist for? Well, I mean, Game Slaves itself probably... We just switched it over to Boss Incoming. Okay. So, um, just to be PC and get the game slate, like the slaves part. Yeah, out of makes sense. For makes people sense. To fucking, Don't have your name um, working against you. Yeah. But uh, as a company, over 20 years, you know, Jesus. it started out just as a server company with Charlie and Pete. So it still technically exists. It, it, it still exists, yeah. Jesus did not. Okay, dude, he's he, he's hiding some shit from us. Over yeah, there. but who's, nobody's getting paid anymore, are you? No. I mean, yeah. we're not getting paid, but we still do things. All you right. know what I mean? Like, okay. we're. And if an opportunity arises, who knows? Hey. But we're always trying to do different things. All right. Uh, Zach, your last one. Go for it. Up until I was 25, I still wore medium-sized underwear. Up until the age of 25, you still wore This is including, wait, just the, just the underwear you bought and were not given, or you didn't buy underwear and they were given Or any time you. you bought underwear, it was still medium. You just never changed the size, is what you're I saying. still wore, bought, and had bought for me medium-sized underwear. Now... But you don't wear underwear at this point. Okay, so... No, you, I wear underwear. I wear larges now. Okay. You wear larges. But so, it wasn't until I was 25 that I gave up tight underwear. Okay, so you were purposely wearing tight underwear. That's oh, what yeah. I was, okay, purposely so wearing super tight underwear. Super was tight that, underwear. Was that because you liked skinny jeans? Or was that because it just fit your small penis better? Both. All right, cool. Okay. Um, now, did... Uh, anybody, any doctor or anything like that ever advise against you doing it? And why did you finally make the switch too large? No one ever told me not to do it. Okay. I just did it for comfort. Okay. So it was comfortable. Tidy whities boxer briefs, what were you wearing? Boxer briefs. Have you always been boxer briefs for the most part since you were choosing your own underwear? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like a real adult. Good job. Um, hi. Hmm. D- was that, there just says truth? You felt sexy. Yeah, I, I can understand you doing that. I don't know if you did it till that age though, because yeah. that would mean you were doing that until five years ago. Yeah. So up until so while living here, Justin, you never went through his underwear drawer to see what size it was to make sure you could buy him the right size underwear when you bought him an underwear present. No, but you don't I do remember stories of, right. of you getting underwear and not liking it. Like your mom had gotten you underwear and you just didn't like. Whatever the fuck that was, like yeah. that, the non. Uh, oh yeah, oh, the boy, blends. she did buy me a pair of that. Uh, um, like the Duluth, or whatever. The I Duluth, think that was okay. The very expensive Duluth underwear, and I hated. But I think yeah. that was within the last two years okay. or something. Um, like that. I, twenty-five. That seems. When did you? How old were you when you moved in here? Twenty-three. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Twenty-three. So for three years living here. I'm going to say that this is false. You did it while you were in L.A., and when you came back, that was the shifting point. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stick with true. I think it's true. I think you wore it up until then, and just one day uh, you, you decided for comfort, or maybe somebody you were, you know, that was seeing you in your underwear went, hey, you might want to go a little bigger. So I'm going to say it's, it's true. true. It's oh, true. It's true. Okay. Ooh, now, how hard did was was it hurting by the end of it? Was there like one day where just you were just uncomfortable? Like, I can't like, so, do it anymore. It was so tight on my thighs yeah. and the waistband. Yeah, and just like, oh. Did you have the marks when you took off your yeah. underwear where it looked like you were still wearing underwear? 
Oh Jesus! All right. Well, well. To wrap this up, uh, I'm gonna, and I'm Jeff go... was right. I did it because I thought it looked sexy. <laughs> I bet. I, I bet it probably felt sexy. <laughs> I felt um, sexy. But not anymore. Since <laughs> I haven't felt sexy since I was 25. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we do, for for my last one? I'm gonna ask you what kind of direction we want to go in this. Do we want to go with uh, 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 em, em, how embarrassing of a level do we want to go? Most the emba- most embarrassing. Right, okay. Um, then let me decide which is the most embarrassing. True. All right. Um, I won $8,000 at Mount Airy one night and lost it all in the same night. I don't even need to ask questions. I'm just saying true. I'm going to say true. I can just see you doing that. Let's say true as well. Unless it was the night where you ended up driving down to Delaware or to, 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 to Baltimore. But I think that was at the horse. That track. was the horse track. That was the horse track. <laughs> That's another story for another. I think day. we've talked about. We that might have talked times. about that on the show a couple of times. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm so going to say true. You're going to say true. It's, it's got to be true. It All has right. to be. We're gonna, it, no, it's false. It's false. Uh, what? I, it's five thousand no, dollars. No, 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 no. The <laughs> most I've ever won at Mount Airy was twenty two hundred dollars, and I left immediately. Okay. Um, all right, so then we're gonna. All right, that, that was. We just called you degenerate. Basically, <laughs> me and Justin just. We don't need to ask questions. <laughs> well, we've heard plenty of we stories. We believe that of... you're a fucking degenerate. I mean, you've right. told me plenty of stories of how you were like a gold member up at Mount. Oh Harry yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was about ten years ago. It was bad. I was really bad up there. Even I... Jeff said truth. Yeah, so... it does sound like a truth. All right, well let me let me just throw this one because this is the one. Uh, this is one more that I was going to say, mm-hmm. um, and we'll just do rapid fire fire whether or not uh, you, you think it's true. Uh, uh, when I was a, a teenager, I masturbated with shampoo for a couple of days, and then all of the skin on my penis flaked off. True, because I did the same thing. Yeah, it's 100% true. Yeah, 100% <laughs> you true. You had to do it with the conditioner yeah, to make your dick yeah. soft. Somebody told me to masturbate with something like lotion, and I was like, because I remember just being like, oh, I'm just using my hand. I was talking to my buddy. I'm like, my hand and spit. And he was like, use lotion or something. I'm like, I don't have lotion. He goes, I don't know. There's like conditioner in your bathroom. And I'm like, okay. And I grabbed a thing of swab. I remember it was suave, like cherry blossom scented uh, mm. shampoo. It smelled amazing. It felt really good. And for about three days, probably like 20 times in three days, I masturbated with shampoo. And then one day I woke up, went to go pee, and my dick was crust. And it was just like, oh, oh. And I just remember peeling it off. And this is probably the first time I've ever mentioned it out loud ever well, in my life. I'll, uh, I'll blow Sean Weber up. On, I mean, Sean. Oh, uh, no. He, uh, he, I remember him making a post on Facebook talking about how shampoo is terrible when you get it inside your your. Oh, oh yeah. If you get oh, it in yeah. your that's not Bad. good. It's not good. And that was the other problem is I, I jerked through the pain a little oh, bit on man. that one. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was like no pain, no gain. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. Some weird truths and some lies about us. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to both Regina Faye and Don't Panic. Oh, you can yeah. go check them out on all social media and wherever you find music under your couch, wherever you want to find it. Next week, we have a really awesome show in store for you. In studio, we're going to have Jackie Delgado from the hit podcast, Our Paths. We're going to be talking about spirituality and just uh, Wicca, runes, everything like that. Go check out her podcast. You think uh, she's going to really, show up with some? Um, I hope she shows up with something. Like Maybe she does like a card reading for us or something like that. I hope, honestly, I, I hope know. she comes up in costume and, and mixes the cosplay oh, yeah. with... Yeah, I don't even know if she's doing the cosplay anymore. I, I don't know. She's been so heavy into this, and it's it's going really well. It's yeah. Super successful. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to be featuring music from Saprophyte 
in Bloom, a Swedish female-led uh, metal band. Cool. Uh, so we're gonna be doing an all. It's gonna be another. It's gonna be Halloween part two, pretty much. Fuck yeah. And that is our our special Halloween episode. Uh, as always, go check out our friends Sean and Dave make music and not movies. Upcoming episode featuring Zach and myself will be coming out some point in the next month or so uh check out but what do we know the girls over there talking about their true crime and their paranormal and they're in just the weird shit happening in the world and also as always the guys over at moot.tv check out let me ask you a question white wasabi and the derek d dozen all dropped on monday alongside our kyle mocha won't shut up episodes on the moot monday drop big shout out to ej5000 for being the super producer and i got a call with him to talk about our upcoming project uh, tomorrow, so we're gonna be getting that all solidified nice. and set up, and just more teasing on that. We're not gonna tell you what it's about until it's ready. Uh, as always, a big mm-hmm. thank you to Mr. Justin Olin Pato. Yeah, man. Hell yeah! Thank you for uh, Check, putting keep, this all keep together. Keep an eye on the website. Keep an eye on that again. It's houseboat live, and a huge thanks to Mr. Zachary. Sorry about this week. I'll write a better song next week. Storman. <laughs> All right. For Kyle Mocha, won't shut up. I am your host, Kyle Mocha. Here is our closing theme song to play you out. And as always, fuck you. Fuck the fans. Jeff Blackley. Mood TV. Jeff Blackley. Blackley. There's nothing more egomaniacal than singing the theme music for your own show. Who am I? Kelsey Grammer. If I could only drink like him, we're gonna write a new one every week. Some will be solid, some will be weak. We're gonna write a new one every week. Some will be solid, some will be total experimental. Peace is a shit. Yeah.